This episode is dedicated to the lives lost at Astroworld, along with their friends and families affected by this tragedy. This episode also depicts the events that went on at Astroworld using factual and alleged information. Listener's discretion is advised and please do your own research before forming an opinion on these following events. Muso Mondays with Kyan and Jade, talking all things music, starting in... Three, two, one... Hello and welcome back to Muso Mondays. You're with Kyan and Jade. And coming up in this episode, we're going to be letting you know what is happening with the music world and, of course, our favourite songs. We're going to be going over all the events that happened at Astro World, as well as some conspiracies about the event and just really going into depth about it. So Astro World, for anyone that doesn't know, it's a music festival founded by Travis Scott and it's held in Houston and this year was its third iteration as it was cancelled last year due to the COVID-19 pandemic and the festival was first launched by Travis in 2018, the same year that the studio album of the same name was released. So Astro World was the album that he mm-hmm. released that year. And if you don't know who Travis Scott is, he's a rapper from the US. You probably know him um, from Kylie Jenner. Um, that's where a lot of people know him from. That's where I know him from. That's bas- just baby daddy. <laughs> yep. Kylie Jenner's baby daddy. So that's Astroworld. That's who Travis Scott is. Let's just get into the events because it was a really, really intense festival. I remember just non-stop videos were just on my feed all night about it. Mm-hmm. I, I literally still to this day can't escape it. It's actually everywhere on my feed. It was the most insane thing to watch like in real time as well. Because mm. like people were posting them as they were there and it's like, oh my God, all these like bodies showing so up on my feed. Stuff, so much stuff. And it was actually horrific what I had witnessed. And personally, like I literally had to go off of social media for the rest of the day. Because mm. I was like, I'm sorry, I have to put up this boundary because... I'm getting affected mentally. Yeah, it was really, really hard to watch. Like, there were so many things. I was just like, wow, this social media really doesn't have much, like, guidelines on what they're showing. Because I was seeing they shouldn't have been showing that. Anyway. They've probably been removed since. Yeah. Um, just because, obviously, we live in Australia. And all of this unfolded for them Sunday and Saturday night. Mm. I believe it was Saturday or Sunday. Um, and, obviously, it's the following day for us. So... You know, coming to work in the morning and, of course, checking all the latest news and you're like, whoa. Yeah. So intense. I was actually on holidays when I was seeing it. So, I was like, Mm. oh, my gosh. I was trying to get all this content but at the same time enjoying my holiday. But anyway. Um, About the social media, they are working. Like, they've come out with a statement saying they're working on taking down, you know, shadow banning it pretty much. So, that should all be solved soon. And I am seeing a lot less content about it, which is good. But also, could that bring up the whole argument of them actually shutting down people trying to advocate for others and them trying to actually spread out information? Hmm. Yeah, because I suppose if they do it for this, they've got to do it for, like, every single thing. But it's like, hmm, it makes me wonder. Obviously, this is just my opinion. Is Travis doing this to, like, hide it underneath the rug so it can just be brushed over and he continue on with his career? Now that's getting into conspiracies. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anyways, let's get to the facts first. Yes, facts. So, this event um, has actually officially been declared a mass casualty event. Um, I read that on ABC's website. Mm -hmm. Um, So, again, if you need to fact check any of our information, feel free to do your own research. I'm actually encouraging you to because this is... We all will be going off our opinions in this episode. Um, Just because, you know, um, we're not journalists. Yeah. 
we're just relaying the information that we have read. Yeah, and it's also hard because we're not actually there or know yeah. anyone that has been there. So we're all we're just going off articles and everyone's word of mouth, you know? Yeah, and just like videos. Yeah, stuff like that. This was declared a mass casualty event because of how many people it took out. It took out nine concert goers between the ages of 14 and 27. Yep. 14. I didn't even know you could go to festivals that young. Maybe it's different in America, but 14 has passed away as of Friday the 12th of November, which is the date we're recording this episode. So things may change by the release date on Monday. Um, there were many others that were injured during the opening night of the festival on November 5th, including a nine-year-old boy who remains in critical condition. And that is a police statement. Yeah. So that whole thing about they were saying there was like over 300 people that were injured. I was, I was reading that. And mm. like that girl that Kain was telling me earlier about this girl that was on the barricade. And oh my God, just. Yeah. We'll get into that yeah. after we've said the facts. So continuing on with the straight facts, at least 50 lawsuits have been filed against the producer, Live Nation Entertainment and Travis Scott. Good. Um. Also, this was on the article where they announced the ninth death, which happened today, Friday. Um, The person who passed away, their cousin attended the performance and has actually said this, and this is actually a quote on on the official article on ABC. They said that the barricades hemmed in attendees and prevented them from escaping the crush. So basically, exactly what happened was too many people pushed in and crushed everybody against the barricades and there was nowhere for them to go. That's literally what happened and it was like a stampede and people were falling because they can't breathe and once you fall down, it's impossible to get up. Yeah, because there that, that was like 50,000 people or something all like stampeding towards the front pretty much just for Travis Scott. It was insane. Well, that's the only amount of people that they know that actually attended. I believe there was 50,000 tickets sold. Oh, yeah, and then there's people being sneaky. Yes, which, I mean, you obviously have to expect that when you're planning a live event. Yeah. Um, So, a statement that was said was, once one person fell, people started toppling like dominoes. It was like a sinkhole. People were falling on top of each other. And when I found that quote, it just sort of made me feel sick a little bit because it's like, as soon as you fall, you know you're done. Yeah. Like, you're like, that's it. I'm dead. Like, how scary. How scary is that? And honestly, like, it's this event just proves how crucial it is for, like, safety in festivals. Because you go to a music festival to enjoy the music. Like, music is one of the most beautiful art forms in the world. And it's Mm. something that people can resonate with. And because there's 30,000 trillion million different genres. Mm Mm-hmm. And different songs to choose from. There's going to be one that sits with somebody. And, you know, being able to see their favourite artist live should be something that you should remember forever for the positive reasons. Yeah, you shouldn't be afraid to go out now. And it was just crazy because this is, like, one of the bigger festivals that have happened since COVID's opened up, I believe. And it's just, like, that amount of people. They've given us these festivals back. They've given us all these things back to us. And that's how we're treating, like, our toys. It's like we're Mm -hmm. allowed to go to festivals. Oh, we stampede like yeah it's just very irresponsible but there's a lot of people that are at fault it's not just the concert goers yeah there are a lot of people 
We'll get into that, I'm pretty sure, though. Hundreds of people that are at fault. Because they also have something called duty of care. When you attend a festival, it's a part of your fee that you pay on the ticket because they're meant to supply security to ensure everybody's safety. So they have a duty of care. Mm -hmm. The duty of care was not carried out because nine people have passed away and 300 people plus, um, just approximately, have been injured. It's ridiculous. It honestly is. So I wanted to go over some times that radios, like a radio chat was had between the Ambos, all that. So at 9.21 p.m., so Travis Scott came out 9 p.m. This is at 9.21. There is a statement that said, it looks like folks are coming out of the crowd complaining of difficulty breathing, crushing type injuries. So this is obviously before anything bad had really happened. Um, it seems like the crowd is compressing on itself. 9.21. 9.30, another officer says, I'm at the medical tent. There are a lot of people trampled and they're passed out at the front stage. So something that happened between the 9.30 call and the next call that I'm going to get into is that one of the chiefs said authorities informed the promoter during Travis Scott's performance that CPR was being performed on one or more concert goers and they were asked to halt the concert. So that's between the phone calls. He was asked to halt the concert. It's a police statement. But even though he was informed... Travis Scott kept performing his set, which lasted about an hour, and his attorneys have come out and said that he didn't know about the tragedy unfolding, but but that kind of contradicts itself because we just had a police statement with a timestamp, and then it says that he kept going for an hour after it just doesn't line up. And also, I've seen so many videos of him going, whoa, 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 and seeing somebody literally passed out and seeing CPR and being like, is that okay? Like, get him a medic. And then he just continues. Mm. So he does know what's going on. This is just a blatant line. It's his attorneys trying to cover his ass. Oh, yeah. I've Again, my opinion. <laughs> Pretty much everything I've read has just been like, his attorneys said, his attorneys said this. And it's just like... I know. He's not speaking at all. And uh, I mean, it's smart of him to not speak. Mm. Every, anyone would do the same thing. Everything will be held against him. But yeah. still, you can't lie about the facts. There's, I've th- seen at least a hundred videos of the same thing of him going like, whoa, well, there's an ambulance. Like, is that person okay? Get like, we need a medic over there. Mm. Like, cool. I'm glad he acknowledged it. But why would you continue the show? Yeah. That brings us to like an interesting point. Cause some people might be like, oh, they can't stop the show. You know, they're performing. That's what people are paid to. Adele did it. Like who else? You sent me this whole reel of Adele, it. Adele, Lil Pump, um, 21 Pilots. 21 Pilots actually stopped a festival at 100,000 people attending. So double the people because people are saying, oh, like the concert with Adele is only like 20,000 people. Um, 21 Pilots saw it. Some girl literally passed out. So did ASAP Rocky at a festival the same size. There's been hundreds of things come out of different artists being like, hey, like stop, it's okay. Like even Lil Pump, mm. the fucking Trumpy. <laughs> was like, oh, guys, drink some water, take care of yourself because the guy was having a seizure and he made sure he was okay, stopped the performance, everything, and handed out free bottles of water to everybody. Yeah. People that are arguing, oh, they can't stop it because of the amount of people, 50,000 eyes are on you. Whatever mm. you say, yep. they will do. Yep. Influential. They're following you. You're the artist. You're the one. And we'll also get into this later, but he's actually known for doing this and he's been fined multiple times and arrested multiple times. We'll get into that later. I'm excited to get into that. (laughs) So after we found out that he kept going with the show, later another officer says, we're getting multiple reports of people getting injured. We have another report of cardiac situation with CPR by the stage. So now it's another one. We've had the ones before. Now it's another one. (laughs) And that apparently when they got that third one, 
there's footage from the concert. That's that footage where he's like, is that person okay? Yep, yep, yep. Apparently that's after that one. The third one. I thought it was the first. Mm. It's actually worse than what I thought. And I already thought he was a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. So he was seen interrupting his performance to ask a help for a fan who passed out. But then in another video, he asked, who asked you all to stop? Y'all know what y'all came to do. That was on the Apple Music live stream. He said that on the Apple Music live stream and actually came through. I remember seeing this video. It was on TikTok. So like, you know. Mm, take it with a grain of salt. Take it with a grain of salt. But also it's probably on Apple Music. I don't know. But he was like, you know, I know what y'all came here to do. Let's rage. And continued with literally an ambulance in the crowd. <laughs> and there was people dancing on top of the ambulance. I know. I saw that. And that I was is like, so what? disrespectful. Like, there's somebody that's literally dying and you're like, yeah, let's get on the ambulance and do, like, do the doggy. Like, no. <sighs> so, um, also another quote um, that the chief of the Houston Fire Department said on NBC's Today Show, mm-hmm. <laughs> again, the chief, so factual. He said at one point there was an ambulance that was trying to make its way through the crowd and the artist has commanded that crowd. And did nothing, pretty and much. did nothing. You can even see on Kylie Jenner's bloody Instagram story. They, she literally took a video and just, like, completely ignored, like, the big ambulance in the crowd. I was like, ah, yeah, we're at Travis Scott's world, yeah. I'm sorry, but I've lost so much respect for those, both of them. I mean, what can Kylie do? I mean, in her defense, what could she have done? But also at the same time, why would you record that? Yeah, I feel like heaps of things are going to be put on Kylie just because she's, like, you know. Because she's the baby, like, the baby mom. Mm-hmm. Which, like, isn't fair because, like, you know. But also she does have a responsibility not to promote that, but... Mm. Anyways, it's just very, oh, the whole situation is just very much stuff. And his apology. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I didn't, know, I didn't know that the amount of memes that are going to come out of this <laughs> and have already come out of this. It's great. <laughs> it's 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 disgusting, honestly. Like it's it's funny, but it's disgusting. Yeah. It's like, you gotta laugh, otherwise you just cry, you know? Or you get really mad. Yeah. So, talking about his apology, right, in an Instagram video following the event, Travis Scott said that he was devastated about what had happened and was sending prayers to the ones that were lost. He also said, my fans really mean the world to me. Anytime I could make out that anything that was going on, I just stopped the show and helped them get helped them get the help they need. I could just never imagine the severity of the situation. Liar. Liar. You know, you know the Kylie, the, um, Chloe, where she's like, liar. <laughs> That's me right now because he is such a legend. Did you not see the ambulances? It's hard to not see them when they're literally going, wee woo, wee woo, and yeah. they got their lights on. It's kind of hard to not spot a car in a crowd full of people. Mm. Or you'd be like, hey, what's a car doing here? That's a mm. bit strange. Mm. But let's rage. <laughs> and oh, hang on, guys. I've got a bit of an itchy forehead. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> His lawyers have come out and said that apparently he didn't know about the deaths and injuries until after the show. Again, don't know how because there was literally an ambulance, multiple ambulances in the crowd. And if they're at the front of the stage performing CPR, you'd think that they would see them as well because he was very close to the front of the stage considering he's performing on the stage. Also think about that. That's not being said, but front of the stage... Where's Travis Scott going to be? He's not going to be at the back. <laughs> He's going to be at the front. Just saying. Just saying. If your fans really mean the world to you, why don't you stop the concert and sacrifice like a couple hundred bucks? 
for stopping it for five minutes and telling everybody to just take steps back <laughs> and be respectful. It was it's such an easy thing that could have been avoided and mm-hmm. it just wasn't. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll get back into the facts. We keep going on to our opinions. <laughs> yes. So another quote that he said, well, that was said, was that he is distraught by the situation and desperately wishes to share his condolences and provide aid to them as soon as possible, but wants to remain respectful of each family's wishes on how they'd like to best be connected. That's what his representative said. Now, getting back, there was kind of, you know, we went through a lot in that timeline, but pretty much everything except for the apology was happening at, like, during this half an hour or hour that he was performing. And the Houston police chief again said on Wednesday that police told organizers to shut down the performance when fans in the crowd were administered CPR. Authorities gave word around 10.03 p.m. that the concert was in the process of shutting down, but witnesses say that Travis Scott and Drake, who was um, a special guest, kept performing. They kept performing, even though it was being shut down like in the process they just kept performing like it would be a noble thing oh i'm performing while they're trying to shut me down is that is that was that his thought process what if the chief of police is telling Uh, you to shut it down why uh, you just shut it down the more information i find out about this the more mad i get honestly we're finished with the facts i'm pretty sure yeah um and apologies about the wildlife we live in the country (laughs) um but oh my god like just seeing this and like authorities are shutting down your show but you can like how full of yourself are you Mm. how little respect do you have for the people that pay your bills it just it would have been expensive as well to go i imagine and it's just wasted i don't know it just could have been avoided it's just you know and the amount of money that he's gonna lose in lawsuits now yeah he probably and actually he's I have seen this. It's actually been put out that he's actually refunded everybody. So not only has he lost all the money for that, which he could have just avoided by stopping the event for five minutes mm. just to ensure people's safety. Mm-hmm. Just saying, you know, take some step back down, please. He's now not only done that, but also got himself over 50 lawsuits. <laughs> just a thought. There were a lot of dodgy things that happened at this festival, like... The firefighters didn't have any presence inside of the festival and were not given radios to communicate directly with organisers. I so, actually remember that. And they were like, oh, here, call this number. And then people are actually talking about, like, on TikTok. So, again, not factual, but, like, could be. It's not confirmed. So it's alleged you. information. Hmm. Um, they're saying that they had no cell service <laughs> the whole time. So they gave the fireys just... Phones that don't work. They're like, ha, you want a phone? Ha, I'm not going to work. <laughs> so I reckon what they've done is they were like, are you kidding me? And then got people to bring down radios. Mm. The people who organised this event, like the way how this has been done, they would have had to make a decision in this point to be like, all right, cool. We don't care what happens anymore. Mm. Because there's no way anybody in their right mind can literally go, no, sorry, you can't have anything. You're not allowed to have, we don't have any walkie talkies for you. Or radios, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. And we're not going to stop this show. Travis can continue performing and the people that are here can can do that. Okay? And you're just going to have to shush. What? Mm. <sighs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> there was actually, um, I did see this, a 56-page event operations plan for the Astro World Music Festival included protocols for dangerous scenarios, including an active shooter, bomb or terrorist threats and severe weather, but did not include any information on what to do in the event of a crowd surge, which is the biggest, the biggest threat 
especially at a festival because it's all a mosh. 56 pages and not even just a little paragraph. <laughs> just like, hey, this crowd surge, uh, stop the show. <laughs> no, we have actually done quite a bit of research in this. Like when it comes to, we want to like get specifics with this stuff. So like mm. we have a whole thing on crowd management. Yeah. Which I've actually seen a lot of videos, people talking about this, but anyways, um, you know, in any situation where large groups of people are gathering, there is a potential for civil disturbance slash riot that can present a grave risk to the safety and security of employees, guests, and more. <laughs> like what? This is what apparently was said afterwards. So they're basically just not taking any responsibility. Yeah, they're just saying, oh, like, you like, know. Like, uh, big crowds, it happens. Um, where were the deaths at Adele or Taylor Swift? Or at any other massive music, Rolling Loud. Mm. Um, what else? Coachella. Mm-hmm. Coachella, isn't that, like, one of the biggest? Lollapalooza. I know they're, like, one of the biggest music festivals in the world. I don't, I haven't seen, like, mass casualties from those, probably because they're actually managed by people that actually care. Mm. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Anyways, um, it says the key in properly dealing with this type of scenario is proper management of the crowd from the minute the doors open. They should have had more security on the doors mm-hmm. going, okay, cool. Can we see your ticket? Can we see a vaccination card? Because I know that was a condition of entry. Actually yep. searching people's bags. I've seen TikTok videos of people saying that the security didn't care. They just let them in. Yeah. They just said, oh, you got a ticket? Cool, go in. Also... Experts have come out and said that crowd surge deaths happen because people are packed into a space so tightly that they're being squeezed and can't get oxygen. It's not usually because they're being trampled, which is what people were saying Mm. in all those TikTok videos. They're saying, I can't breathe. Help. I can't breathe. Mm -hmm. I've actually been in that situation. Is is that terrifying? It is the scariest thing of my entire life. Like, I thought I was going to die. Honestly thought I was going to die. I could not breathe. There were, like, six-foot men next to me. They, like, I literally couldn't get above their chest and I just couldn't get the oxygen, like, down. It was just heat. Just so hot. And I had to get, like, dragged out by a security guard and put on the side. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm never going into mosh again. And I've been in so many and it's just, like, Ed Sheeran. Beautiful mosh. Everyone was best friends. Except for the person next to me, because she pushed my camera. <laughs> it was mean. Anyway, <laughs> if you're out there, <laughs> fuck you. We know who you are, no? <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's so scary. And I remember when I went to a Screamo concert, me and my sister, we sat in the stands, because we're not crazy. <laughs> and we were, like, 14 at the time. There were, like, at least eight ambulances called just for that mosh. But you know what? No deaths. Probably would have been, like, broken bones, because, like, a yeah. lot of a lot of concerts like that, I know they do, like, the whole dancing thing where they, like, like push everybody out and they all jump in and just, like, start, like... Yeah, yeah like, the, on, like what are the, throwing the themselves circle? around. Yeah. I've seen those. Like, I've been in, like, two mosh pits before, mm. and both times they were really chill. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's just about having courtesy, and I don't see how a Travis Scott concert would... Like, you know what I mean? Like, a Screamo concert, nobody died. I know. That's and like the most angriest people in the world. That was the big ass tour, which is like mm. I don't know, 10, 15 screamo bands. And they had the Jesus. like the death circle things in the middle where everyone just runs in a circle. It's yeah. insane, but people only broke their bones. Like they're yeah. still good. I mean still like not the best. Yeah. But better than a death. Exactly. But yeah, it's the most terrifying thing when you're tiny, because I'm only five foot six. <laughs> Anyway. You're shorter than five foot six. No, five foot six, pretty much on the dot, actually. Oh, well, um, I'm really tall, so I've never actually experienced that. It's, oh, 
No. If you're short, if you're 5'6", don't go in a mosh because... Well, you come with me and you can sit on my shoulders. Yeah. Everyone is so mean in a mosh pit when you're short. Nobody lets you in front. I don't understand. Like, it's... We're all there to enjoy ourselves and have a good time. There's no there's no need to be selfish. Mm. And this is what it all comes down to. And I bet you most of it would have been, like, the selfish teenagers. Like, teenage boys specifically. Like, the yeah. younger teenage boys. Because they don't give a fuck about who. They don't give a fuck about anybody. No. They just want to see their person. And then they're always, like, the really tall ones. They just all mm-hmm. stand on the front. You're like, literally, not even the people at the back can see right now because you're that fucking ginormous. I've seen videos of people literally fighting at the Travis Scott concert. There's no room to fight. <laughs> like, breathe and calm and just take a couple, couple steps back, brother. <laughs> um, also, people have also said, authorities have actually said, as a part of their investigation, they will be including reviewing whether the concert promoter and others behind the festival adhered to the plans submitted. I wonder if they actually changed them before giving them to the police officers. Ooh, that would be interesting to find out. Mm. So I wonder how big that fine's going to be if they didn't adhere to the plan submitted. Well, I mean, clearly they haven't because they haven't controlled the crowd. Yeah. So they've, they've had an OH&S breach. Yeah. Which is already thousands of dollars worth of fines. I don't think that that company and also Travis Scott, it'll be very hard for them both to bounce back from this. I agree. I think this might have ruined their career. <laughs> A little Mm. bit. So, the lawyer who's representing several people that got hurt during the concert um, said that the area around where Travis Scott had his concert seemed to have no place for people to exit once they went in, which ties into, you know, all the barriers hemming them in and keeping them in there like cattle. Isn't that just scary? Like, imagine experiencing that. Like, the video that I sent you, it was Mm. like the girl talking about how she waited there for like seven hours to see Travis Scott. And when it came to it, about like 10 minutes before the set, there was like people just barging in, like pushing her. And she was just holding on so people couldn't steal a spot Mm -hmm. um and then she said right as he came out the pressure that happened she literally just got pushed against the barricade and she literally was like showed everybody her bruises like she's bruised completely all over her chest and stomach black and blue black and blue oh my god imagine how painful and how scary that would have been she said that she was ripped out of there and her boyfriend actually got stuck because people were literally grabbing onto him to get for help to get out Oh and there was God. girls that were literally being sucked in underneath people. <gasps> and she was actually sat there pulling people out for like five, ten minutes. And security guard were just helping her pull people out. And I've also seen the videos of how they're pulling people out. That would be enough to bloody bru- bruise you or break your bone because of how much pressure there is. Mm. Yeah. And people that are literally like bawling their eyes out going like, help me, help me. Like, I can't do this. But my question is, if you're being crushed like that, how are other people enjoying that? Like, surely everybody would be experiencing the same, right? Or is it just the shorter people? Like, I don't, I can't say I've ever been in a situation like that. So I really can't speak from personal experience. But like mm. you just said, you have. I feel like it would just be the shorter people just because mm. we can't breathe. Like, we literally, mm. it's just sort of like put your head in a pillowcase and like hold it at the neck don't actually like suffocate it's a pillowcase you'll be able to breathe you can breathe that tiny tiny bit but it still feels like you're choking and it's just warm air that's a that's what it feels like to be short in a mosh and it's terrifying and nobody cares literally no one cares i remember i was like i can't breathe like i was about to have a panic attack i'm like i literally can't breathe i'm gonna faint and nobody helped that's disgusting yeah everyone's just like too consumed with seeing the concert that like, but surely if you're, like, smacking somebody's back, they're going to turn around and be like, what the hell? Oh, they usually just turn around and, like, shrug you off. It's oh. just, like, 
I remember I used to be like when I'd be in those situations I'd be like I need to get to the front so I can get out and no one would let you through because they're like oh she just wants to get to the front where it's like no I need that security guard to rip me over this barricade because I can't breathe and it's gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be hard die. to go back exactly and even to the sides and people are still pushing in it's because just... they're like I don't want you to steal my spot yeah. yeah I see what you mean it's like the crowd mentality thing mm. yeah okay cool I get it now yeah like I just obviously like I'm a little bit younger than you and I haven't actually had the chances to really go to a music festival before because mm. as soon as I became legal the pandemic happened so I mean the only concerts I've been to is like the Veronica's and Troy Sivan and both <laughs> mosh pits were great <laughs> So I've seen so many stories of attendees like on TikTok, like on all these different things like going, it's just honestly, this whole situation is fucked. And I really do feel for the people that are experiencing this. Speaking of the attendees and stories, I found a story about one girl who was in there and she, she's smaller than me. She was only 147 centimeters, which what's that like five, five or something? by four maybe really small anyway so her story that I saw just kind of it made me feel really sick because it was like it's so clearly first-hand experience it's not like you I don't even know how to explain it I'll just read it (laughs) so it says as the 50,000 strong crowd surged towards the stage this girl who I'm not going to name out of respect for her felt herself getting sucked into a pile of heaving bodies. She says, I started screaming because I could not breathe. I was at the bottom with six or seven people on top of me and there was one point where my knee popped. She started to record like a video from the bottom um, with with her phone and her video, it's all just elbows and knees and then the camera fogs up from the heat from the crowd and as the men around her shout help again and again, this girl lets out a blood-curdling scream and eventually she goes quiet as the camera is obs- obscured by a man's back and then fades to black. So she's obviously passed out. Well, she just got her camera crushed. Um, then one of her male friends had to pry her up from the crowd and threw her over the railing, obviously, to the security guards to get her to help. And she said that she was walking over people who she could see was not breathing. That's just that's horrible honestly like i genuinely i feel for everybody who attended this concert and like could you imagine the trauma that these people would be experiencing oh it'd be insane like i in therapy for ages yeah like i'm even hearing this is like that's triggering for me like i don't want to go to a concert and get in a mosh pit ever again like, yeah that's the possibility she also um said i've never seen anything like that in my life and i don't want to experience anything like that ever again which is what you're saying her. too. Like, so obviously her knees popped, so she's dislocated her knee. Oh, yeah, done something to it. Or broken it, which, by the way, I've dislocated my knee before and it is the most painful thing you'll ever experience in your goddamn life. <laughs> I'm not joking. And after it gets relocated, it's still... F- oh, bleh. Anyways. No, thank you. There's been thousands of conspiracies that have come out about this. I kind of love them. <laughs> I know. But there's so much about them, like, being satanic and it's really, like... This is mm. the part where I had to really turn off, like, TikTok, get off everything. Because I was like, I physically can't take this anymore. Like, it becomes really, like, triggering when I have to think about, like, something being sinister. Mm. So, like, I don't want to think about that. I just want to think the best of everything. So, yeah. it's like, oh, I don't want to deal with that situation. But, yeah, like, the stuff that's been 
sad and yeah so getting more deeper into these conspiracy theories they've spread on social media as everything does these days and they include claims that the crush was a ritualistic sacrifice some conspiracy theorists have said that the crowd was put under a spell before the crush and phrases such as astro world sacrifice have been trending online since the tragedy others have linked the date of the event to the establishment of the church of satan and claim the rapper's lyrics are also of a satanic nature honestly i think that's all like hip-hop rap it's all sort of like that but it's my opinion satanism if you don't know what that is out there it's um defined as worshiping the devil and typically involves rejecting christian symbols and practices such as placing your crosses upside down so there are videos floating around with this conspiracy theory is that the deaths at travis scott's astro world festival were a blood sacrifice and are in the process are a blood sacrifice but these sorts of videos are in the process of being removed by TikTok, which we mentioned earlier. Apparent evidence for proponents of the bizarre theory was that the stage had been styled to resemble a fire, like the fiery gates of hell, and patrons also entered the festival through a giant sculpture of Scott's open mouth, which has been linked to the Christ in Limbo painting, which depicts the mouth of hell. Um, TikTok have come out and said that the community guidelines state that misinformation is defined as content that is inaccurate or false. While we encourage our community to have respectful conversations and subjects that matter to them, we do not permit misinformation that causes harm to individuals, our community or larger public regardless of intent. So that's the main reason they're taking everything down because they want their platform to be respectful and, you know, It's just a good thing to take it down. It's a bit much. So that's all the conspiracies about it, that he was sacrificing those nine people now that we know of. Yeah, I've seen the, like, I've seen, I've seen them about, like, he doesn't want to sacrifice his firstborn child. So instead he's done, like, eight people and the whole eight means, like, eight for something. And, ugh. (laughs) That's why I just let you take over that part. Because I was like, I, I, yeah, it makes me very uncomfortable just talking about that and thinking about that. Yeah, it's a bit... I don't know, it makes my stomach turn. Thinking about anything satanic and, like, rituals and stuff like that. I don't... It was probably just how I was raised. Yeah, and also just, like, thinking about something like sacrificing people just doesn't make me feel happy because music should be for enjoyment, not... And something to connect everyone. Yeah, not kill and sacrifice um which also yeah. then the music industry could be quite evil so I don't, I don't know there's a a lot bigger of a thing there and a lot of conspiracy theories but again they're conspiracy theories so mm. take with the information as you will do your own research mm-hmm. and of course formulate your own opinions um yeah it just makes me very like overwhelmed and very like triggered and bleh. yeah it's a very far-fetched conspiracy. Mm. And everyone always, whenever they're talking about conspiracies and something happened, it always goes straight to Satanism all the time. Have you actually ever read, like, what the rules are for Satanism? Because they're basically like, do whatever you want. Yeah. Just don't be a bad person. So <laughs> that's Satanism. That's Yeah, I did say it was like if somebody's out in the open, like, you can destroy them. But if they're in the home, you have to be respectful or something like that. And I was just like, well, it makes no sense. Anyways. I get that. <laughs> Yeah, on the street, you're like your dad. No, they're in, <laughs> Bang. They're in your house. Oh, you want some? Ki- you want some tea? No. <laughs> so, following everything that happened at um, Astro World, Travis Scott has now offered to pay for funeral costs for the victims. Which um, the only reason why he's doing this, I reckon, is because people were set comparing this to Ariana Grande, um, the thing that happened with the bombing uh, at Manchester. Yeah. They were saying it's the same. How? How? That was a terrorist attack. This is a failure of OH&S and crowd management. 
So, did Ariana Grande pay for the funeral costs? Everybody's funerals. Out of her own pocket. And how many were there at Ariana's? Oh, easily over 20. Really? I think so. Because it was like the guy that died, he had like the bomb with all the lead bits in it and was killing people. Mm. And I actually don't remember. It was happened quite a few years ago now. It yeah. was like 2017, 2018. Yeah, it was a while ago. I remember yeah. Ariana Grande was so torn up about it. I know. And you could tell she actually cared. Yeah, it wasn't just like, oh, her lawyers are saying hello. It was actually her being like, yeah. guys, I didn't mean for this to happen. And, and also a completely different situation too. Yeah. It was right at the height, actually, of all the terrorist attacks that were happening around the world. Do you mm, remember? I remember that. Yeah, my parents were actually in Paris um, when a terrorist attack happened. And they was like they went to the Eiffel Tower and apparently people were walking around with machine guns. Like, like there was just army. Jesus. How crazy. Anyways, back to the Maybe. actual story. Um, so he's offered a month of therapy to anyone affected by this tragedy. He's actually collaborated with a mental health organization, um, which like do better. Don't because that would have been for free. Mm. Yeah. Do better, Travis. I want you to pay for that shit on your own. <laughs> yeah, it could. He could have done a lot more, but it's also like, and I feel like everyone's going to expect more from him, no matter what he does. Because no one, when no one's ever going to be happy about the results of this, because no matter what happens, nine people still died at his concert, and he didn't stop the show. And he was told at nine thirty that we found out before from the police officer that they were told he was told about all this. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't have much sympathy for him. <laughs> I don't have any sympathy for him. I'm sorry, but it's really just disgusting the way how he has done this. Like it's actually disgusting. I also think that people are very harshly criticizing travis scott when like let's say he actually didn't know what was happening and everyone's got it wrong do you know what he does still have a duty of care though that's true and also it's kind of hard to not know what's happening when there's literally two ambulances in your crowd and you've actually physically stopped and you were performing the robot literally when 20 minutes away somebody was getting cpr to them on the ground just saying yeah true i think he's bullshitting Mm. There's no way he did not know when there's literally videos of him going, is that person okay? Yeah. He knew something was going on. He has a duty of care. The people that ran the show should have actually been in his earpiece going, Travis, you need to stop. You need to stop. You need to stop right now. You need to stop. Even if he was going to be like, no, no, I'm the flame. I'll ignore him. Let's rage. They should have been like, let's stop. Mm -hmm. But they had to make that decision to be like, no, whatever happens, happens. We're continuing. But also in cancelling things if the project manager or whoever it is that's in charge if they're saying that to travis scott right that means that most people backstage can also hear him saying stop the concert meaning lighting turn that shit down microphone turn it off turn the actual lights on music off music off there's so many things it's actually was actually in a car park so light up the car park but also, I understand because the people in the audio behind the scenes or the lighting, most likely interns or they don't have the authority to just shut down an entire festival. Mm-hmm. So they'd get massive fines, you know? So it's also like they couldn't have done something, but they could have. I mean, if they all banded together. Yeah. It's just a communication thing. Because then they can't, they can't get everybody. Yeah. Just same. But also, like, you have to be that kind of egotistical and stupid and not giving a flying fuck about your audience to do that. Mm. You're seeing literally somebody having CPR performed on them because they couldn't breathe and they passed out and are in cardiac arrest. 
I actually saw a TikTok video of the um, ambulance. A guy who worked for the medical company said the medical team that was on there, there was only about nine of them, but they were the best that you could get in Houston, Texas. The best people. Mm. In fact, actually, there a couple of them were flown from around the around America. Yeah. But nine people for 50,000, 50, you know? Yeah. Give or take, you know? Yeah. And no. nine Ambos. Yeah. And then, obviously, when they're going out, like, some of them had to stay back at the actual medical hut. Yes. There was only four people that actually went out, and they were doing solo one-man CPR, which is actually, like, it's a big no-no to yeah. do that. You'd never do that. You always have somebody with you. you always tag team. Yeah. And, like, I watched the video. It was, like, because people were, like, blaming the Ambos. Mm. And it was, like, well, actually, it's not really their problem. It's not really their fault. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, oh... I remember I saw a video and it might have actually been that ambulance driver posting on TikTok about it. He was saying how like they got a call to go out to someone, but on the way they'd find more people that were injured. So like one person would have to stay there and that's why they had to do the like one man CPR. Yep. Yep. But that's, I remember I sent you those videos. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. It's actually horrific. Like I props to those ambulance people. Like honestly, they need to be recognized because they are heroes. Mm -hmm. They saved people's lives. Yeah. Imagine, because he said, actually, in that video, there was a girl that hadn't had a pulse for 10 minutes. Yeah. That's insane. Also, we don't know if that's factual. He could have been making the whole thing up. Yep. So. But still, that's horrific. Surely, if he's going to go into that much detail and actually have that. Hmm. And he was talking about, like, crash bags and all that kind of stuff. Do you know what a crash bag is? Um, I thought it was, like, the bags they pick people up with. No, so that that's called a, like, a like a board, like a, yeah. like a flat board. No, so a crash bag is has all of the supplies that an ambulance person would need. So, like, crash. Oh, um, uh, yeah. It's got, like, the little... Defibrillator. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, or, like, the on-the-go emergency yes. things. Yep. Yes. Um, so, like, you know, like, the oxygen thing, you can pump the oxygen into their face. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's horrific. Honestly, I feel sick. We went into a lot of depth. (laughs) We did. And honestly, like, I encourage you to do your own research. Um, And also, if this is triggering for you as well, like, because I know, like, I'm personally quite triggered. Like, I'm even getting emotional right now just talking. Like, I feel really sorry for all the people that had to experience this. Like, practice self-care and also just take this as, like, a lesson I guess and just observe and just go okay well I wasn't actually at the event so I am safe people who experienced that event it's really unfortunate that they had to go through that but there's no point dwelling on the past at this Mm. point it's about how can we move forward and create a safer future for everybody else at concerts yeah and I think this is going to be a massive turning point for OH&S laws thousand percent not just at festivals at everywhere yeah, and honestly, I agree. Like, OHS is the most important thing when it comes to planning any event. Mm-hmm. Anything. Yeah. You need to come up with a contingency plan for the contingency plans. Which contingency plan, if you don't know what that is, it's like a backup plan. Mm-hmm. It's just a fancy word. But yeah, it's just, oh, it's just horrible what these people have gone through. And just think about the trauma that they've experiencing just like really makes me feel for them because it's like, you know, imagine going through that like imagine having nightmares about that yeah like i mean you've lived through an experience where you couldn't breathe Mm, scary yeah Mm. imagine being petrified of ever wanting to go into a big crowd of people ever again yeah after that one where i couldn't breathe and i had to get dragged out 
I didn't go to mosh ever again. I was always like, I'm getting seats. Except for the concert I've got coming up because they only had mosh. But mm-hmm. I'll just stand at the back. Plus, I've got Ben, so I'll be protected. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's honestly scary. Like, I wanted to go to a music festival and now, like, I'm reevaluating because I'm like, do I mm. really want to experience that? Like, do I want to yeah. run the risk? But also at the same time, like, music is our passion, which is why we started this podcast. Yeah. And it's like, we can't stop it just because something tragic happened. Like, tragic things yeah. happen all the time. We just got to keep going, I guess. Yeah. And I totally agree. Like, and that's when, you know, if you are ever, you know, struggling mentally, please reach out mm. and you aren't alone ever. Um, I feel like we have to put this disclaimer in there because we are bringing up mental health a lot. And, yeah. of course, contact Lifeline, Beyond Blue, all of their – I don't have their numbers on hand with me at this current second, but yeah. you can head over to their website. I'm sure they will have those things. And also, just if you ever need to speak to somebody, call Lifeline for emergency call triple zero if, you know, and also – Talk to your friends and family. You know, Mm. you're not alone. There's always going to be somebody there for you that cares for you. You know, these things are horrible what's happened. And I really do hope that, you know, all the victims get justice. Yeah. I do hope that all their family and friends can find some sort of... Peace. Peace and closure with all of this. I hope so as well. Let's move on to something a bit lighter to end the episode on. Yes. Um, New music this week. What have you got for me? There's been so much amazing new music. So I actually remember I was talking the other day about Silk Sonic. Mm. Their new album, right? Wasn't meant to come out until January. I woke up this morning and they released the album. I was like, it's going to be a Bones day. Why doesn't it surprise me that Bruno Mars would do something like this? It's a Bones day. It is a Bones day. A hundred percent. That's insane, though. What, two months early? I know. Like, thank you, Bruno. I love you. Well, it's actually Silk Sonic. So, if you don't know, Silk Sonic is a band created by Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars. Great artists. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed with both of them. So, my favorite song from the album is called Blast Off. Oh, my God. The funkiest vibe. I love it so much. Is the whole album sort of like Skate? their latest yes song? yes it's very like jazzy you know like funky yeah. like that's the like whole 70s that's the whole vibe ish. of silk sonic they're so good oh, oh my, my god. god so the album's called an evening with silk sonic oh chef's kiss i can't wait to listen to it oh my god i love them so much and another favorite song of mine that's come out is jessica malboy she released a song under the blue like didn't she like disappear for a couple years yeah don't hear much about the old Malboy. Yeah, and she's like an amazing Australian artist that actually went international, which is like unheard of most mm. of the time. So this new song is very much Kylie Minogue. Very much like 80s disco. Definitely. Oh my God. It reminds me so much of Kylie Minogue's new album. I was listening and I was like, is this Kylie? <laughs> Not Jessica. Is it Kylie? It does sound a lot like Kylie Minogue. I remember you telling me that and then I had to listen to it and I was like, is this Kylie Minogue? Right. She's so talented. <laughs> so talented. And is she still hosting The Voice? I don't know. I've been watching the US Voice because of Ariana Grande. <laughs> True. So what are your favorite songs? Well, I have been listening to Flight Facilities and Your Smith. They released a song called Stay, which is from the album they released on Friday, which was November 12th. So the day we're recording this, they released their second studio album. It's called Forever. And the last time they released an album was seven years ago. And they've said that this album, Forever, is a product of five years. So they had a two-year break and now we've got a five-year 
and loving your hand gestures right now. So <laughs> just, just cause obviously you can't see Jade's like grabbing her two hands and they're like, it's almost like she's trying to grasp something in the air. She's just kind of like flowing them upwards. I'm <laughs> trying to find the word for like, like so you try to like need some dough <laughs> with the air in the air. I can't think of the word. Okay, but well, it's a product of five years, pretty much. <laughs> so, it's like, so it's like collating five years of experience, kind of yes. thing. Five years of love <laughs> and work you. and collating. and dough <laughs> and a bit of dough. <laughs> the band actually said that the best way to describe this new album is a combination of where we've been, where we are, and where we're going. So yeah, collation, <laughs> combination, <laughs> collation, and some no donating. Yes. <laughs> So that song on that album was called Stay. Really, really, really good. And Gang of Youths have also released a new song called Tend to the Garden. It's just like all their other stuff. Always so good. And Avril Lavigne's back. (laughs) I know. Or is it her body double? So another conspiracy we're going to be discussing. (laughs) (laughs) We'll save that one for another day. (laughs) Yeah. So Avril Lavigne has released a song. And it's called Bite Me. And yeah, it's just classic Avril. I love Avril. Me too. I can't believe she's back though. I know. It makes me so happy. The last time she released an album, let me see, was 2011. And she just featured on... Oh, she's had a bunch of singles come out. But the last album was 2019. 2019. Head Above Water. I had never heard of that. Me neither. The hell? I fully thought she was, like, had been disappeared for 10 years. Yeah. And Body Double Avril came out. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they're the new songs that we've been jamming out to this week. So, you know, oh take God. a listen. This episode has been so deep. And honestly, I feel like it was really good. Like, I don't know. I felt like it was really good. I enjoyed this yep. episode. And, you know, we said a lot of factual things and a lot of things. Like, we expressed our opinions on things. And, again, yep. just want to encourage you make your own opinions definitely definitely do your own research if you are interested on this scenario yes because every not everything that we said is 100 percent factual um a lot of things are sourced from you know tiktok mm-hmm. and other streaming services yeah um yeah so just do your own research um go to factual websites um i know abc yeah um, i found quite a bit of information on there as well uh nine news yeah. Um, Perth Now, I found a bit on as well. Daily Mail. A lot of those places, um, they can provide you with factual information and actual sources. Yeah. And if you are just getting all the, your information from TikTok, like, don't take it too seriously. You don't know if it's the full truth. Yeah. Because, you know, everything can be edited. Yeah. Because I saw something and it was like, oh, The Simpsons predicted this. And then I actually looked into it and it was like, no, someone photoshopped that. Yeah. So really like do your own research if you are interested we can't stress that enough (laughs) yes like you need to do your own research and also just again if you are struggling mentally practice self-care reach out to the people that love you and of course lifeline beyond blue there's hundreds and thousands of different mental health supports and of course if you attended this festival um you know practice self-care and everything will be all right um you know hopefully we can bring some joy to your day and up and coming episodes yeah if you've enjoyed today's episode make sure you follow us on spotify apple podcasts and anywhere you stream your podcasts also give us a follow on instagram at muso mondays and we'll see you next week goodbye muso mondays with kyan and jade <laughs>